Hello, welcome to Lifehouse Church Podcast. It's so good you've joined us today. This message is delivered by Pastor Paul Hollingworth. Please sit back, enjoy, listen to what's said. For any more information about Lifehouse Church, please visit our website, www.lifehousechurch.co.uk or head over to one of our social media pages. You'll find us at Lifehouse 12. Enjoy the message and we'll see you soon. This is the truth. I was speaking to somebody after the first service today. We talked about truth. This is the truth. Ephesians 6, verse 10. This is where we've been camping out the armor of God, that God wants us to be fully equipped to venture into life, to everything that we face. God wants to equip you for the season ahead. Despite what maybe has happened in your life, we thank God for his grace today. Oh boy, am I thankful for God's grace today that he didn't give up on me in last June, July, I don't know, whatever month it was when you had your moment. But thanks be to God that he's not given up on us, his grace is with us. And this is what he says to us today. Allow it, if you've heard it a thousand times and you're a well-schooled Christian, listen, you know, my, you know me and my thoughts, God is always ready to speak something fresh to us from his word. Let's not get so caught up in that we can recite it off by heart. Well done you, we'll give you a badge afterwards. But more importantly is allow God's word just to sink in your soul. Verse 10 says this, finally... I know that's what some of you think sometimes when you see me on stage. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Right, so I'm in Lifehouse Church and I know at home you're shouting louder than these guys. But listen, come on, there's a moment there. I led you in well with no cue cards. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. As I've read this time and time again recently, listen, this is the truth of it. Put on the full armor of God so that you, not your family, not your parents, not your neighbor, or not that person that prays for you on a daily basis, so that you can take your stand. Like, I can take my stand against the devil's schemes. That is the word of God that it comes clear to us. For our struggle is not against our neighbors, or a family member, or an enemy that walks down the street, or even our employers. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood. We might feel like it is, but ultimately is against, so when you put your situation into context, our struggle is against the rulers, against the authorities, and against the powers of this dark world. I'm not speaking down government in that moment. I'm speaking about the powers in the heavenly realms because there's a battle going on for your life on a daily basis. We think we wake up and some days are a good day because the sun came out and I got vitamin D today and the world feels better. That's a feeling. The reality is there's a battle for your life going on on a daily basis. And we need to be on the understanding that Jesus Christ went to the cross. He conquered death. He conquered the grave. He got the keys back off the enemy. And today we can stand. We can stand in God's grace. And know that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but it is against the, dark, the powers of this dark world, the spiritual force, forces. So therefore, this is where we're at. Put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you can stand your ground. And after you've done everything to stand, well, stand firm. 
not retracting, not shrinking back, not hiding away, but stand firm then with the belt of tr truth buckled around your waist. We heard about truth and how important it is to hear truth in this world. And we're all a bit doubtful at times about who's speaking the truth. But I want to tell you today, again, as a Christian church, we believe this is the truth. It's the ultimate truth. It's God's breathed word that you can hunt around and you can search for many things in life to fill those gaps and those voids and those questions. But we believe God has given his truth. It's important to have it buckled around your waist. Pastor Sarah brought the message to us that we need to have the breastplate of righteousness in place. How important it is to make good, right decisions with wisdom from God to protect our hearts from the wicked schemes of the enemy. And then last week, and I know some of you will probably be like still mesmerized how an 18-year-old girl can bring such a powerful word to us, but Bev Adjamank last week brought the word to us about being prepared with the readiness of the shoes, the gospel of peace to go out into this world and share Jesus with people. And then this is where we're at. Verse 16 says this. In addition to all of this, last three, four weeks of this series that you've had, God says, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you, with which I, I'm going to read it to myself, I'm going to encourage my soul, with which I can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. What a fascinating point to know. Because I'm not going to let you off the hook and I know some of you are like, can we just sit down now? I'm just reading from the word of God, truth. You're going to be bombarded with all sorts for the rest of your day today. Lots of things. But this is truth. You can take your stand this week against the enemy's wicked schemes. I believe in God. I believe in the devil. I believe that God is a good, good father. God creates and does good. The enemy is an imposter and he's an accuser and he is out to harm you. He's out to disarm you. He's out to cause you to retract. And this morning we're going to take scripture, we're going to hang on to it and we're going to pick up the shield of faith today. As you take your seats, I want you to look around this room today. Point at somebody and say, pick up your shield. It'll look really offensive because you've got a mask on and they won't know what you're saying. At home today, say to somebody in your living room, pick up the shield, pick up the shield. Pick up your shield. This is, um, this is my attention grabber for everybody that's in the room, especially if there's any children in the room. If you're a child in the room, um, this is my attention grabber for you. Anybody know what these are? Just from the branding? The Revels. Anybody like Revels? Any Revel lovers in the house? If your surname's Revel, I apologize. We're not on about your family, but... Revels. This is a packet of chocolates called Revels that has six chocolate sweets in it. There is, in fact, in the packet, so I've been told by Google itself, coffee, raisin, orange, chocolate, toffee, and a Malteser. The reason I bring this to you is today because God is instructing through the Apostle Paul the importance of, we've heard some good things the last few weeks, but in addition to all this, pick up the shield of faith. Pick up the coffee cream out of the revels and consume it. 
my wife, and she doesn't mind me saying this, but whenever these are presented to us as a family, whenever we get opportunity to share in revels, she does that thing where she hovers over the packet. Her hand is looking around because she has, says that she'll quote these words, I just don't want the coffee cream. I don't know whether any of you are ever like that. You open the box of chocolates and you look at that and you're like, I just don't want the... I, re I really find this hard at times. It's a challenge to my soul. But God wants us to take on board everything that he says and apply it to our lives. The full armor of God, there's, there's six pieces to the armor. But how many of you know that if you're going to go out and fight a battle, it's no good going out kitted up with only 50% of the kit? Because, do you know, I mean, and hopefully she's watching. Bev, wow. Speaking about the readiness of peace. Oh, I, I, how my soul loves peace. I love to hear about peace. That's why I go to, I just want peace. Oh, it's, 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 it's so good. And, you know, we do, we do need to cling to the truth. Oh, well, how we need the truth. But God speaks to us that we need all the armor on a daily basis. Because what you're about to face in life and what you are facing it's no good hoping to win a battle when we're not prepared for battle. It's like this. You can't separate God from church. I've been in many, many heated conversations over the years of people that would maybe suggest that you can be a Christian and don't go to church. I don't believe anywhere in Scripture you'll find a point that you can separate God from the church. Ephesians 5 verse 25 tells us that husbands, if there's any husbands in the house, pin your ears back. Husbands, love your wives just as, just as what? Just as Christ loved the church. And what does it say at the end? And he gave him, as he gave himself up for her. Jesus gave his life up for us, the church, the people of God. Why is church essential on a Sunday? Why have we done for the last 12 months online and we've got a brand new budget line? We've got a brand new room now for production to stream services into people's homes. Why have we unrelented in the last 12 months is because you cannot separate God from the church. And it's essential. It's an essential need for all of our lives. And just like this packet of revels, my argument to any people that say, well, I like revels, but I don't like the coffee creams is then in that case, don't buy a bag of revels because they contain coffee creams and it's part of the experience and God wants us today to put on the I, I really want to help us because I, I know what you're facing God often speaks to me about your life doesn't really but I just know it because your life is only really a mirror reflection of my life the emotions the feelings that we go through the challenges the battles we face I, I get council tax just like you be amazing if there was an exemption from council tax. If you're listening to any MPs out there, exemption for all pastors from council tax would be brilliant. The worries, financial worries, the stresses, the strains. We can't have Christianity that's a pick and mix faith. I like these bits, but I don't like these bits. And I'll, I'll, I'll anchor into God's forgiveness but choose not to pick up faith for my everyday. I just wish that God would sort it out. 
As I've read scripture, just like you, the reason we stood and paid attention is because so you can take your stand. Come on, church. So you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. God wants to equip us so that we can take ground in Jesus, Jesus' name. In Jesus' name today, I believe that we can take some ground. Anybody ready for some ground taking? You know, we've never been called to live a good life. I love the fact that this, this house, this church, the Christian house, the, the church of Jesus Christ has never been about doing good things. We're not here to do good things. If we were here to do good things, there's many committees that you can join via Zoom this lockdown and go and do some good. The church of Jesus Christ is here to live by faith, to live the faith life. And the overflow of the faith life is that we will do good as a result. The church is not a bunch of do-gooders. The church is full of people that are full of faith in Jesus' name. You know, this world's crying out for, for beacons of light. Martin Luther King Jr., he said these words, whether you like him as a person or not, but he said these words, only in the darkness can you really see the stars. I look around our world right now. We need some people that are prepared to apply and to pick up faith, to get the coffee cream of faith out of the packet and in Jesus' name say, I'm going to stand in faith today and take ground for the name of Jesus. 1 John 5 verse 1 to 5 says these words. Let me read you something good because some of you today are going to be filled with many different things but the word of God, I, we're, we're prioritizing it this morning. So this is what it says, 1 John 5 verse 1 to 5 says this, says these words, everyone, and now everybody say everyone. That means everyone. I, 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 I know. I, I know but I, yesterday I was, I know but I've, I, I don't pray like that person. I, I'm, everyone who believes, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ, the anointed one. Jesus is not just Jesus, he's Jesus Christ. He's not a blasphemous word. In fact, every time you say those words, Jesus Christ, in a blasphemous way, you're actually, in my, in my opinion, you're speaking out the most powerful name in that moment because Jesus is actually the anointed one. Blasphemy. Why, why do we use his name in blasphemy? I will never know. There's many things you could say in a moment. But when we understand the context, though, that Jesus is the Christ, here in 1 John 5, it entitles him, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone who loves the Father loves his child as well. This is how we know that we love the children of God by loving God and carrying out his commands. That's what we're called to do, church, with faith. Advancing forward against all the testings and all the trials, we are called to obey the commands of God. In fact, this is love for God, to keep his commands and his commands are not burdensome. For everyone born of God overcomes the world. Did you see the time there from verse 1 to verse 4? When you believe in Jesus, 
put your faith in Jesus the Christ. Verse 4 tells us that everyone that does do that, everyone born of God, overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. I'm going to ask you a little question here and you can reply. Does anybody believe today that Jesus is the Son of God? Listen, on that basis, Scripture tells me, not an inspirational speaker or a podcast, the Bible, the truth tells me that in that case, everyone who believes has the power, the ability, through putting on the full armor of God to overcome every trial, every temptation, every testing, every battle that you'll face. We are overcomers in Jesus, Jesus' name. Somebody give me a holler back and an amen. You know, faith, faith doesn't happen one day. It's not a one-day experience. Faith actually happens starts a journey one day but it's a daily decision a daily decision to pick up faith every morning you get out of bed today I'm going to belt up with truth I'm going to put the breastplate of righteousness on I'm going to pick up the shield of faith I'm going to have my shoes ready to bring the gospel of Jesus every day it's not a decision I made back then it's a daily decision to pick up faith today for the battles that lie ahead I do believe that you can lose your faith. I know there'll be lots of theologians watching this at some point, and there's a big question there, I know. But you can lose your faith. If we were to take a moment to sit down and just actually be honest, sometimes life is really tough. And I'm saying this knowing there's some people watching, some people in the building today, Life has been really tough. And the temptation to not pick up faith has been so great, it actually feels a lot easier just to ignore, just to ignore it. It's difficult. I don't know if you've ever been through a really testing and trying time, but actually I do believe that you can lose faith. It sounds really dramatic, but actually it's just the Decision not to pick up faith. Because the Apostle Paul's saying, put on, in addition to all this, pick up the shield of faith. In addition to everything else. I know, but I don't feel like it. I've not got it in me. The, the battle within me, I, I just don't feel like I can continue with it. Well, just pick it up and allow God to do only what he can do. See, in 1 Timothy 1 verse 18 it tells us that by recalling God's words, God's promises of Scripture, as we recall God's words from Scripture, you might fight this battle well. You will battle well, it tells us. It's so important that we keep putting on the shield of faith. You know, at the end of the service today, on your way out, we've made provision that Every family or every household will receive a bag of revels. I want it to be a reminder to you as you drive home, as you walk home, as you, as you sit on your own tonight and you devour. When you get to the coffee cream and you taste it, pick up faith. Pick up faith again in your situation, in your circumstance that you're going through.
Say, God, feels like everything's against me. But I pick up faith because I know you are for me. And if you are for me, God, then who can be against me? And allow God's word to come out of your mouth. And as 1 Peter 5 verse 9 says, we begin then to understand what it is to actually resist the devil. How do we resist the devil? We know that it says to resist the devil, he will flee from you. But actually, 1 Peter 5 9 tells us that we resist him by standing firm in faith. In faith. The context of this is that the Apostle Paul actually speaks to us and he tells us to, to pick up faith, to put on faith, to extinguish all the fiery, the fiery, deceitful, devious, flaming arrows of the enemy. And I'm not talking about flaming as a Derbyshire slang word. I'm on about literally the flaming arrows. You know, the lies. You, you stand there and, and it just comes over the top. An accuser, as he's known as, the accuser. The accusations he makes. The doubt that he sows into your mind. Tells you your best days are behind you. Don't listen to that bald guy in church that tells you that everything is, your best days are ahead. Your best days are behind. To extinguish means to quench, to put out as a light or a fire, to stifle, to cause, to cause to die out. And this is what I love about this word extinguish. It means to put an end to, to destroy as to extinguish a flame. See, the aim of the fiery darts was a weapon that created panic and fear so soldiers would be tempted to put the shield down and back off. Do you know the enemy, or what he's really interested in, is us as a church, as Christians, is backing off. You see, because if we stand at a distance, we're not effective. But when we're on the front lines of faith, he knows that there's going to be damage done to the kingdom that he wishes to build in your household, in your life, in your family's life, in your business. He wants to have a foothold. It says that if he can get a foothold in your life, then he can cause destruction. He wants us to back off, but... God's word says that as we pick up faith, we have the ability to extinguish. The soldiers, the, the shield they used to have wasn't this little shield. It was, it was apparently like a door frame size shield. It would have the hide of an animal, the skin of an animal onto this wooden frame that would ultimately be dampened. Some people say it had a particular substance on it A-L-U-M alum I know some of you are out there now googling alum and you're like oh, let me see if he's right or wrong just believe me and it had this substance on it so that when you took your stand against the enemy's accusations the darts would come the flaming darts and they would hit the shield and they would be extinguished in a moment it meant that the advancement of the soldiers could keep moving forward because while ever the shield of faith was in place, my heart was protected and I'm wearing truth 
and I've got my shoes on ready to go, I can keep advancing. Listen, God's called the church in this season to advance forward. And as a Christian people gathered around this place today, we need to be aware that there is a battle going on in the heavenlies. Forget what's on the TV. In the heavenlies, there's a battle going on, circulating. We need to become aware to it, to put it on. You see, it's so easy to listen to scripture and we we quote scripture and we say things like Isaiah 54 verse 17. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Now listen, in in my opinion, my belief is this. You can stand in front of the window, the mirror, wherever you want to stand and you can say no weapon formed against me shall prosper. You can say it as many times as you want. You can say it sideways, backwards, repeat it over and over again. It'll only ever be a statement if we never actually pick up the shield of faith. Faith and hope and trust in God that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And this is what the end of that verse says that never really gets quoted. It says no weapon formed against you will prosper and you Hello you, and you will refute every tongue that accuses you. Refute. Do you know what? I was like, this is a brilliant word. This is my new Sunday word. I'm going to say this as many times as I can in my life on a Sunday. I'm going to refute. And it means to prove wrong. And I was like, God, this is a moment that I'm anchoring into right now because my life, your life, is a testimony to prove the devil's accusations wrong. Not good enough. Don't fit in. Misfit. Done with. Has been. Fallen short of. Readiness. Truth. Breastplate. Faith advance in Jesus name me my family my business my children and my children's children advancing because we refute the enemy's lies faith in Jesus will extinguish those arrows today that seek to destroy your life I wish I had I wish I had one of those arrows today I thought about it could have taken an arrow into church and fire a flaming arrow into church and point it at somebody in particular no I would never do that Romans 8 28 and we're landing here we're landing I know the band they're good to go the good thing about not having a third service at present is we're not as time restricted but it says Romans 8 verse 28 know that in all things Know that in all things, somebody say back to me, all things. I just want us to know that in all things, God works for the good for those that love him. In everything. The choice is simply this. is when you bend down to pick up the shield, it's to ensure that we pick up the shield of faith. It's so easy to pick up the shield of what I've described as the shield of fail or the shield of failure, where we allow ourselves to live with a previous hurt and disappointment. We shield ourselves from anything that's happening. But ultimately, they're not coated with that name. 
the name of Jesus Christ that will cause you to refute every lie of the enemy, the shield of failure, allowing previous hurts, disappointments. I've done that. I'll tell you the second one is the shield of feeling. Feeling. I'm going to be really honest, and I know this is live on television. I lived a good chunk of my life with not the shield of faith, but a shield of feeling. I was, I was led to leave my life or felt compelled to live my, lead my life by other people's opinions and views of me. I'll listen for you. Not good enough. Not mature enough. And I could literally, I could keep going. I ain't got enough hands. But I learned something that my declaration is so powerful because no weapon, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. What gives you the greatest joy in life is when those accusations settle with you, but you begin to declare the word of God, begin to declare the truth, the shield of failure, the shield of feelings, or the shield of fate. Fate sounds like faith. Fate is spelt like faith. F-A-I-T is missing the H at the end. It sounds like it. It looks like it. And it declares even things like the Christian world declare. It says that I've got a hope. I've got a hope that somehow everything will be all right. I want to tell you that shield that these men, these soldiers put up in front of them was coated in a substance and I want, to, I want to strongly compel you today to understand that as you put the shield of faith up, Holy Spirit drenched shield of faith. As you stand, we're not saying this is a shield of faith. This is a shield of faith. Because my hope isn't just a futile hope, but my hope is in the name of the name above every other name. It's the name of Jesus. We have a hope in Jesus Christ that the best days are ahead. Let me, let me close by reading this. Stand to your feet wherever you are across this place because we're done. And we are going to declare in a few moments, I am the warm-up act for what's going to happen. Because we're going to declare something in a moment over our families, over our children, over our children's children, over our business. Some of these words in this song says, He is for you. I, I love it. It's so brutal. It's such a brutal song because it, it refutes, I got it in, it refutes every lie and accusation of the enemy because it says God is for you, God is for and it keeps going and you're like, shh, God is for you, he is for you, he is for you, he is with you, he is with you and you'll hear it in the song and you'll be like, wow, it just keeps repeating, repeating and he's, he's, he's gone behind you and he's before you and he's beside you and he's all around you, he's within you, he's for you, he's for you. This is what it says in Isaiah chapter 40 to close this message about picking up faith do you not know have you not heard the lord is the everlasting god the creator 
of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He will give strength to the weary and increase the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those today, come on, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not go faint because the shield of faith is going to protect you. He is for you. Come on, let's begin to sing this together right now. In Jesus' name, I believe God's presence with us right now. There's a time for a battle. Come on, He is for you. Brilliant. Thank you for engaging with us today. What an incredible message that was. Just remember, if you want to know anything else about who we are, where we are, what we do, head over to that website, www.lifehousechurch.co.uk or on our social media platforms at Lifehouse12. Thanks, be blessed, and we'll see you again soon.